Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, Magicians fans. Today we're talking about The Flooring Candidate, episode 12. And uh, we got Renard as Pizza Man. Really, what is the purpose of the siphon? Do we trust Alice anymore? And Margot gets her eye back. Stay tuned for more. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes! Because, you know, Margot wins. So yeah. we have the appropriate music for anthem winning song stuff. Uh, we're talking about episode... Huh? Yeah, no, I just said indeed. <laughs> uh, we're talking about episode 12, uh, season 3, The Florian Candidate. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane and my awesome co-host... Uh, hi guys, I'm Adrian Snipe. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and um, so this episode... How are we feeling? We have one more. Bef- this is it before the finale. How do you? Th- what do you think of this episode? Uh, I liked it. It it, ha- it tied up some like loose ends with like some of the characters yes. we've been introduced this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be good to to finally get to like what happens when all the keys are together. I kind of yeah. hoped that we would have gotten to that um, by the by the penultimate episode. Therefore, it was kind of like I don't know, like a like a two parter, but. I am mm. curious to see how they're going to put everything together in that one uh, last yeah, that's episode. True. Mm-hmm. One episode to wrap up everything. Mm-hmm. I'll be curious. Yeah, um, I thought this was. I, I, I uh, similar sentiments of I like how it wrapped up a lot of things that we wondered about. Uh, still, kind of has some other questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, kind of ties into how we had Penny uh, arguing on last week mm-hmm. of like, oh nope, we still get more of that Penny twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think is really interesting because it's a very different penny, mm-hmm. for sure. How how did you enjoy that recap at the beginning? I thought it was a cute way to do the recap. It took me a second to to realize that I should be like paying attention, watching, watching. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, why is Josh doing this? It's weird. And then I realized, oh, okay, it's for Penny's benefit. I understand. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I started. Um, uh, watching it thinking it was like a regular recap mm-hmm. and then i was like oh no no wait rewind i'm not fully mm-hmm. uh, i was thinking i'm like oh let's fast forward uh and then also if you guys are watching this live we do have a live chat thank you very much for joining us and if you're watching this later please comment down below your thoughts on the episode yeah. uh yeah that recap was hilarious it was a great way to change it up because yeah. it was like it made sense he's updating penny but that was just very funny. I do like the board that Josh had for like all the people he's had sex with because mm-hmm. it was like who's screwed who. And then like, for Josh, him, I just like a, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Josh. I don't know. Are you just bragging? But maybe. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, we still have our timeline twenty three penny, which uh, I find uh, almost refreshing to have a different kind of penny because we kept wanting penny to uh, grow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now we do, but a no, different kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to see. Uh, and then we have the we get to the powwow with Q, Julia, and Alice. And should they be more cautious? Which we were saying last week. How it seems like timeline twenty three. They were more cautious, though most of them all died. Um, but our timeline forty people seem to be more reckless, which seems to lead to more problems. 
Some of them are reckless. That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't say that all of them are are reckless in Timeline 40. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's they I think they're a li- they're more willing to to be daring and so ah, that yeah. that's mm-hmm. been to their benefit or to change the way they would have normally gone about things like with Quentin deciding mm-hmm. to give Alice the the god power and all that kind of thing. So they're just willing to change um you know what you would expect of them normally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh then we have Penny with Julia going to Penny and like essentially like recruiting him to do the astral plane which I like that she's straight up front with him like, mm-hmm. well, Quentin thought it'd be better if I asked you because you had a thing with the other me. Yeah. Which I'm like, I'm glad she said that outright because, I mean, yeah, it makes sense that he would probably be more inclined to listen Help to her. her. Mm-hmm. But this but, Penny overall seems more inclined to to be helpful and to, to kind of proactive. educate. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Himself. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the other penny too, but I do like that this one is like down to business and just like let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Not just, you know, wishy washy about it or, you know, non committed to mm-hmm. moving the group forward. Mm-hmm. Um yes, the Carmen in the chat says footage not available of the Josh three actually it wasn't just Josh three way, it was multiple three ways. That was very funny. Yeah. I like that visual. Yeah. Uh, Then we have the introduction of the library with the siphon, and then they mention about the castle at the end of the world, which, had that really been referenced before? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Q23 references Ah, it. Okay. But I meant, like, we haven't heard about it, like, for a long, long time. Uh, They haven't said anything about it. The first time I recall hearing about it was when he told her that when you open the door at the end of the world, this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the question is, do we really believe that? Do we think it's... Well, Renard says it's the mistakes and then what came before the gods. Like Pandora's box. mm -hmm. I mean, that's... uh, There is no reason to not believe Q at that point because he had uh, um, Julia shade in him. Mm -hmm. So he had no reason to lie. Yeah. Uh, Then the... Yeah, what about that line with the librarian of pretty much like, yeah, let's just sacrifice for the greater purpose. And I was like, oh, just like st-. when she's talking, sorry, when she's talking, the librarian is talking to Alice mm-hmm. about the siphon and getting the magic. And then she's like, well, wouldn't you sacrifice for a greater purpose? And I'm just thinking about the librarian of how she recently just kind of lost her daughter, too. It's like, oh. Yeah, but that wasn't a sacrifice that, that needed to happen. It yeah. was her own stubbornness and that guy's impulsiveness that led to that. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of, I guess I don't really side with the library in this in this instance because mm. I don't, I no longer trust the library. I so. d- I'm very skeptical mm-hmm. of the library. Um, Someone in the chat pointed out uh, the pretty much the people in the library are hiding from the real world. And it's, uh, it's like they can live outside of time and they're protected from life itself. That's uh, a good point. They, yeah. I think they are hiding away from the world. And yeah. I mean, they're like knowledge keepers, but they're not gods, so they have no power. So. Yeah. yeah. But I they don't want to go out and get the knowledge. They'd rather have stay in the safety of them, mm-hmm. of their space. Yeah. Um, 
So then there's also the line, though, of, yeah, we didn't get it from our intended source, which I'm like, so wait, was that the um, the scene where we had everybody killed for the fairy dust grinding down? Remember you mean, that? oh, getting the power. Yeah. Um, probably, I would imagine, if they used enough. But I, I would also imagine that even though the librarians aren't necessarily um, living on, like, a on a human plane or earth plane, mm-hmm. they would still end up having the same type of reaction to too much fairy dust. Yeah. Well, just because, yeah, her, like, oh, yeah, we didn't get it from an intended source. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I think that's the person who was the phone call when we had that. Um, I'm blanking right now on her name. Um, but the one who got away, who was killing the fairies. Oh, oh, right. I can't think of her name yeah, either, but yeah. yes. The lady we all want to die. The ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we also have... Oh, yes. Uh, Fenn and Elliot have an interesting little moment of, like, should you bother staying together? Because it's like, well, I'm not king now, so you don't have to be with me. And that was kind of like, aw, well, like, no. And then she's kind of like, well, I can't go back to my own life because they would kill me anyways. And I, I agree with his sentiment. Like, oh, that was sweet until the end, almost. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that he would offer her that out because he's not sexually attracted to her and yeah. he like might you know have an affection I, for her but they're not in love mm-hmm. with each other oh, irene thank yes, you very thank much you. chat room irene um, yeah so that would make sense but it also makes sense why she wouldn't go because it's mm-hmm. like well at this point this is my life and you yeah know, we'll go from there so we'll see i think fen and elliot love each other but not necessarily sexually just yeah they're not yeah. in love with each other yeah not in love uh then i was like there's that movie they're like i love you i'm just not in love with you I can't remember that. I think that's like every single 90s movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, then we have, oh, when they go to Faye to, um, Fen? Faye? Faye. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, it is Faye. Uh, they try to go to oh, her Frey. to get the, Frey, thank you. I was like, it was, I wrote it too mm-hmm. fast. Uh, when they go to her to get help and <laughs> we get Humble Drum, the bear, talking bear, mm-hmm. which is very fun. Uh, I I read a little bit or a decent part of the first book, and I remember that character being in there, so I thought that was kind of fun for them to include that. To include him. I, and he actually I talked, too. He did. That was kind of that was kind of creepy. Somebody recently <laughs> told me about some something they watched, some television show where there's a talking bear at the end or movie, and it, how it really freaked them out. And I was hmm. like, oh, I see why now. Well, they're sort of. Um, so. Yes, I wouldn't say it talked. I'm it's a very creepy bear thing, though, in Annihilation. Uh, but I thought that was amusing with the bear. And the line, though, this... Uh, I love the writers on this show because it's so, like, definitely on the nose. Belly, uh, when Elliot goes up to um, Fred and he's like, so I wish my father told me what I'm about to tell you. I'm so mm-hmm. happy you're dating a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I laugh get it. so... I definitely I'm sure laughed some people out were loud. Like, what does that mean? Bears, yeah. bears are are also a, a different name for like a type burly of burly type of burly mm-hmm. hairy gay men. So yeah, um, I didn't know that till like three years ago. But, oh, yeah. uh, then the yeah, I'm happy you're dating bear. That was so good. Uh, and then Margot mm-hmm. and essentially like, well, as long as it's consensual, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. It's an interesting question because, I mean, in, like, our world, that's weird. Um, and also because you couldn't argue that the animal is 
Because animals can't consensual, talk in our world. yeah, mm-hmm. and also I would say in our world, animals the most IQ they would have is of a child. So essentially, that'd be like being a that we know almost. of, yeah. Um, so, but I would say over in Philly, maybe they're essentially just people, like because they can talk, so they would be on the same level. But anyway, um, it's fantasy be, world. I yeah, mean, it's solely it's do what fine. you want to do. I mean, if you really want to go with that centaur, go with that centaur. You know right. What I mean? Half human, half yeah. horse. Uh, so I like that the bear humdrum wants like per- permission, like from the father essentially. Mm-hmm. But it's like, even though he's not really your dad, that was very kind of sweet. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, um, sorry, I'm looking over the chat too." If, and then no, the love with I, I love you and in love with you. No, it's a, there's a specific movie from the '90s that I remember that part. Um, but I bet it's been used plenty of other times, too. Okay. Uh, oh, I like how I wrote this down. I'm like, Team Pow Wow, because it's pretty much everybody coming together when they get the recap from Penny that Penny's like, um, no, Alice is lying. Mm-hmm. Or rather, she's omitting information, which yeah. that's a good question, because some people would say omitting information is lying, but some people would say, Depends not exactly. This is true. Mm-hmm. How much does it change the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, then... We have, he mentions the siphon, which I do like that that comes out too. And he right away is like, nope, she's lying. This is what it is. So it's no multiple episodes where we're waiting yeah. for information. Yeah. It's like, nope, here it is. Like, like, let's yes, get to it. Yeah, it's you. the end of the season. Yes. Um, oh, there we go. Wicked uh, IDK. I'm like, it's a very long username. Wicked Logic applies to infillery. Ah, so like Wicked um, animal with capital A versus animal with lowercase a. I've in never terms seen of, Wicked, so I don't know. Um, so in Wicked the book, this kind of connects to Fillory and the magicians, um, there are animals where it's a capital A, and essentially they are like people, they're just animals, mm-hmm. but then there's animals like our world mm-hmm. where they aren't... Uh, they don't talk. They don't talk, and they are... Just like regular animals, Something and that's a lowercase. And then they all have a thing about their rights and what they're allowed to do and everything like that. It's actually really interesting. Uh, then we have, oh, I like that. Uh, Caroline in the chat says, Penny23 is chill AF. Yes, he is just right to it. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's very fun. And I wonder, uh, we did talk about it with Arjun last week a bit, and it's, but it is fun to play. Like you're the same character, but not really. Yeah, like how we talked about how it's like an alternate universe. Yeah. And so you have that, you know, there are a lot of things in common, but there's that slight change as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Katie and Penny, um, which, oh, that's just so wonderfully complicated of them talking to each other and him like going to her and like, you don't know me anything, but can you like fill me in on what's going on? Yeah. You're just like, oh. but then they kind of have a bonding, which I like because it's like, I don't know if she would fall in love with this Penny. Um, or that those two should be together, but I think mm, I it would think be comforting Penny for her. Damaged in quite the same way that her penny is, and yeah. I think part of their attraction is the damage they have. This is you true. Know? Misery yeah. loves company. Yeah. Uh, and then his suggestion right away of like we should find Renard. I'm like, no. I but, agreed with him on that. I was like, well, I mean, that is a weakened god that you know, mm, they could potentially mm-hmm. manipulate for what they need. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I saw his point, even though it's he doesn't know the full extent of what no. Reynard's done necessarily. Yep. So that that was kind of like a but yeah. yeah. But it's one of those. He's very logical. Like yeah. this is it. Yeah. Like just do this. It's not like the emotion I, upset about it. 
I think if he had known the full extent of what well, he does later. Done, I don't think he knew the full extent because I think he would have killed him immediately. Oh, he would have. Mm, mm. That's true. I loved how he came to the ladies, like not defense, but like you guys should get rid of him. Like after what he's yeah. done to you. But I was like, hey, I don't think he knew. I don't think he knows everything. Not everything. Really, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I don't think he would be that patient. That's true. Because he I threatened don't think to so. kill. Um, he fr- threatened to kill Josh when Josh had done nothing to yeah. Julia. Uh, then we have the, when we have the Fairy Queen, Elliot and Margot, when they have their kind of standoff of like, so this is what we have to offer. What do you have to offer? Mm-hmm. I thought that was very entertaining of like, well, you're kind of at a stalemate. Um, cause it's like, what do you have, you know, that yeah. we want? But it's a good point of come back with an army or come back with a crown, yeah. which touche. That's a good point. Um, little quick side note of I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast or show, depending on how you are watching it. Um, but another one I want to tell you guys about is do you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? For those of you who do, we've got a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. And be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know it was us who sent you there. So, magicians. And Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Um, oh, yeah. Everybody's ever, chat rooms all talking about the different pennies, 23 mm-hmm. and 40. Um, we will get to that bit with the key because I did think that was interesting. Uh, so, Julia hearing voices, essentially, because they are prayers. So, you think it's prayers? Um, that's what it sounds like, because mm-hmm. it wasn't, I hadn't really put much thought into it. I saw in the chat that people had said they had already assumed that she was hearing prayers, because mm-hmm. she could hear uh, sounds, before, or uh, other people's voices before, mm-hmm. and I guess I never put much thought into the, her hearing other people's voices in her head. I yeah. just didn't think about it, but uh, mm-hmm. that would make sense, that that would be the case, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd just be concerned that if that gets too much... For her to handle, you know, like well, she's it's, got Penny there to help her how to t- to teach her how to get voices. That's true. Her, I know. So. I was just thinking, like he had issues with that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then we think Dean's eyes are fixed safely. Yeah, yeah. Because she makes a good point. She's like, well, it's not the same thing yeah, with what she is. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <laughs> we get Tick Pickwick is back, and the. I love the idea that Margot has of like, okay, Josh, go to Kinko's, and they do the election flyers. Did you find that interesting, amusing? It was cute. It was nice to see them talk about um, just to have like an actual political election campaign and mm-hmm. how like mm-hmm. basically it's all lies. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only difference between this election and real life elections is that the person who like actually cared about the thoughts and feelings of the public one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not always the case. <laughs> like, yeah. So more often than not. But um, yeah, it was nice to see that that political games and fillery didn't mean much to people. Because like, mm-hmm. in the long run, the people who had the power um, were the ones that everyone ignored. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the talking animals coming through and, and, and taking over the election was really cool. Okay. And the fact that the votes... Votes count it. There was no electoral college or anything mm-hmm. like that. No weird, like, tyrannical um, 
running of politics. And if anybody in the comments is like, don't be talking about politics, it's in the show. It's in. The show. I'm pretty sure the writers are making I'm a statement. I'm only referencing two countries at this point. Yeah. But, I mean, you could apply those those two countries yeah, to multiple no, countries. This is true. Uh, it's just interesting because um, people before have been like, oh, don't talk about politics or something. Like, no, the writers are very specific. They know yeah, what they're doing, and I they mean, are referencing real-world stuff. But um, as we talked with Arjun last week, um, the – a lot of this was written a, a little while ago, so it's not super current stuff, but it well, is most enough. Of it was written yeah. since post election. Mm-hmm. They had a Harvey Weinstein yeah. uh, reference yep. to an episode ago. Mm-hmm. So I think it's something where the show, I think we've talked about this before, how the show offers um, um, the ability for you to ignore that political commentary if you want to. But it's also there for people who want to hear it to pick up, to pick up on it and to have, yeah. you know, to have those kind of thoughts. It's what these kind of shows, what podcasts are for. They kind of, sure, it's all fun and games, but we're also allowed to have uh, political commentary as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, um, Nicholas in the chat points out uh, uh, Fenn's comment about it all is so the human vote pretty much counts for nothing. Well, it's more just they didn't realize how many talking animals there were in Fillory because they haven't had a good census in a mm-hmm. while, which I'd say that's good current politics as, uh, commentary as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then also we get even more kind of like, well, good point, with Margot and Elliot when they're debating on who should run. And Elliot kind of makes a good point, though. That he's like, well, Fillory is patriarchal, so. But I, it's one of those like, eh. He's not totally off base for saying that. But Margo makes excellent points of like, really? Are we going to, you know, take away? Th- I, I thought it was great. I didn't write down all the things she said, but it was like, yep, yep, yep. I mean, uh, I mean, we've seen uh, like with the, the fairy queen that matriarchs mm-hmm. are possible. And mm-hmm. and we've seen from the floaters that uh, matriarchs are possible. So I, I see Elliot's point, but... Him even having that thought's kind of why he didn't win. Good point. Well, the question is, too, is, like, is that just what... Does he even know what other rulings there have been, you know? Like, how much has he researched what other rulers are in the country of Philly? Well, there's usually four rulers. So just because there's, like, the high king... Yeah. I mean, they're all kings and queens together. So that's... When he says that, I I, I get what he's trying to say and Mm -hmm. do, but it's also just kind of falling into a a very misogynistic mind... uh, Misogynistic trap Mm. that Mm -hmm. even the most liberal of men can fall into. I like um, somebody pointed out Twitter. I didn't get to read it enough, but they were saying uh, that how even Margot's line of thigh gap mm-hmm. too, and was commenting though that they felt Alice has a thigh gap, and I'm like, no, Alice no. definitely does not have a thigh gap. Yeah, no, she was standing a certain way, but I would not. No, no, um, no, 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 no. But I like how Margot pointed those things out, and then like uh, different parts of like women's. Uh, what strides they've made. I, th- I thought that was a mm-hmm. fun debate between them of like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you slide on that. And that's mm-hmm. what great friendship they have is that you can talk about this and not be like, well, I'm not going to listen to you because I don't like what you're saying. Yeah. So you should be like, able yes. to, to disagree and not, yeah. you know, want to kill each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have 
it's kind of a quick scene, but I really liked when Julia and Josh go out and they like bring back the trees. That was a cool visual. Oh like, yeah, pfft. it was really nice to see that come back. Yeah, it was nice to see like Julia kind of like in a, a weird way pay, um, you know, make correct a mistake she made when yeah. she had no shade, and also kind of pay in a weird way homage to the shadeless Julia and how mm-hmm. far she's come. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah, it's very true of like. If she she gets fulfillment from helping people, like mm-hmm. that's an excellent way to go and fix like a mistake that she made that mm-hmm. she technically her regular self wouldn't have made, but you know, mm-hmm. shadeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the kind of really good springboard of like mm, with Quentin saying taking away choices is not the answer, and then you know why should the library be in charge of magic? Which yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's like when. Um, People who haven't really ever gotten a chance to live rule things. It's like, well, why should you be in charge when you don't have an understanding of what it is to to have any type of struggle mm-hmm. um, or to have gone through anything? But never mind. I'm not gonna say anything else. Uh, well, it's it's more too of like mm-hmm. with the librarians of like this one tiny thing uh, group be in charge of all of magic. Like magic seems to be like beyond anybody's control. Like nobody should be in charge of that. You know, I mean, there are there are I wouldn't say people, but things that are in control of magic. The gods are in control That's of magic. Um, but when it was around before, anybody had access to it. I think it's uh, sure. I mean, that's kind of something that they've, they've well, not proven everybody, that but wasn't true. But either you were gifted or you learned it. Yeah, I think it's something where it's uh, it's a bit it's a bit tyrannical how people deal with magic. Like even with how the gods turned it off with the, the librarians desiring mm-hmm. to to take over it, or even with break bills, like keeping some people away from it, even when they, they have the ability to do it and just simply saying, well, you know what, we don't think you're good enough, and so you're gone. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of people walking around in the world, and at least in this universe, that can do magic and just don't even realize it because they haven't been given the opportunity. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, then... Well, later we learned it's they want the opportunity. We have Rafe and Abigail, which that was really mm-hmm. funny. Like you do love that sloth, don't you? Yeah, I thought it was really. Oh, I hadn't. It's one of those I hadn't thought of him loving her, but I'm like that totally makes sense. And that's you didn't adorable. think he was in love with her? Not, not necessarily romantically. I felt mm-hmm. they were more just like almost like a symbiotic relationship. Like they just worked mm-hmm. together really well. I think there is some reference. I don't know, maybe season two where yeah. there's something like about him. But it totally makes sense. Her. Yeah. Um, but he also ran a brothel. So. Yeah. Uh, but I like that, that when they're talking about Are all they, that, we have the. Hmm? Him and Abigail ran yeah. a brothel. I like when uh, Elliot kind of points out the politics of Earth. You just have to say it, you don't have to mean it. Yeah. You're just like, ah, nice, good zingers there. Mm-hmm. Um, the editing between the two campaigns was so fun to watch. For, I thought, like, you mean the different flyers and everything? yeah, just how they were doing the different um, their their plans, their uh, what they were telling to the public, and just cutting between Elliot and Tick Pickwick was just it's very fun. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was just a it was a fun way to show it, you know, because yeah. instead of like let's do one and let's do the other, it just made it very like exciting and more interactive. Yes. Um, so then we jump back. We have Julia when she's on the table, sitting on that table, and all the things are kind of floating and. I was kind of, like, questioning on her powers of, like, hmm, where are these going? Because we, 
I'm curious how much further her powers will go mm-hmm. and how she wants to help. But then, like, Katie brings up Bernard and she's like, nope, all the objects come right back down. She doesn't say no. I just no, think it's, but that, like, it's just something she doesn't necessarily want to yeah. deal with. You know, I understand that. Well, absolutely. It's very understandable. Mm-hmm. But then it's even worse that she's like, nope, I can feel him with my mind. I know where mm-hmm. he is. And you're just like, oh. I do love the bait and switch, though, that we get to the mansion, and they're like, oh, man, I, I thought his life would be more would be worse mm-hmm. than this, and because he's a pizza delivery yeah. dude. Was that too easy a bait and switch for you? I didn't think he was going to be a pizza delivery guy, but I was like, that's mm-hmm. not his house. Like, it, it, if it was his house, the gate would have already been opened. So I kind of mm. got the feeling, I was like, nah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's got this, like, this nice life. I don't think that's something that yeah. uh, Persephone would give him, even though he's, you know... Uh, her son. Mm-hmm. So when he came in the pizza in the pizza uh, car, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I thought that was kind of comedic, what I did actually. not get was him reading Roxanne Gay or or anything feminist yeah. driven, especially because it didn't seem like that was you know it wasn't like he tried to atone mm-hmm. in any way to Julia. He kind of just like you deserve what you got and then tried to kill her. So. I was like, eh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. I don't think he would be reading those books. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I've changed. And I wrote down, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I agree. It was interesting. I'm like, so why do you have those books? Maybe Persephone got them for him. And like, here, you should change. Or somebody did. And then he's like, and they're Persephone just going to sit on a really shelf. really wanted to like make him see a woman's perspective. I was going to say, she should turn him into, into a, a woman. woman. I was just thinking, I'm like, she should just turn him into a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have where he kind of talks about the castle at the end of the world and drops the the architect, and it's like the stuff before us, the mistakes. Uh, I think that leads to before when you were suggesting the Titans, which mm-hmm. we haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. uh, mentions that Hades is his stepfather, which um, some people in the chat were, they like that they brought up that mythology aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's interesting because we, I don't think I knew that for Renard connected, but Persephone, we kind of, New Persephone and yeah, Hades. Yeah, Persephone was married to, I can't remember, I can't remember the um, person or god that she's actually married to. But, yeah, there the there's some weird catch of, like, Hades tricking her into marrying yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that would be interesting that if we'll see a connection to the Hades in the show to oh, Renard. Yeah, so I was like, ooh, I like that. And then, yeah, I liked how Penny's like, uh, shoot him. And he's like, no, just get rid of him. But I think uh, Katie... That's kind of a question for all of you, and then you as well. I mean, should you have just killed? Should we have just killed him, or do we kind of agree with Katie's statement that he is essentially getting his punishment, like living mm-hmm. as a god but powerless mm-hmm. as kind of a lame ass human? How like satisfying is that? Um, that's pretty satisfying. I think that's it's kind of like are you like for the death penalty or are you for like suffering in, in jail for forever and. I think it's more, I don't know, it depends. But like, but in regards to him, I think that's good enough. I think you're taking away someone who has a lot mm-hmm. of power and, mm-hmm. and making them have a powerless life. And I think that's kind of the worst thing you could do to them. I was going to say that he is still a trickster god. And, and Hades is kind of a trickster himself. Yeah. So the whole idea that it would be so easy for them to get a god-killing bullet um, that happened to be in the hands oh. of Renard given to them by Hades, I wouldn't trust that as much as they did. Mm, That's a really Um, good point. And so, you know, the fact that they kind of took him for his word, Mm -hmm. I I would have just, uh, I would have been more suspect of that. So we'll see if that ends up being to their benefit or not. Yeah. If that bullet's actually going to work. Yeah. 
So, and if it's, I wonder if there's know, a way they can check it. Anyway, tricks, tricks. Yeah. Or anything like that, I wonder so. if there's a way they can analyze it and double check it and see if it's. I'm sure there is fine. kind of a way, but at the same time, if it's. If what they're going well, they against kind of, isn't a god, then yeah. or something higher than that, then it may, may not work. I mean, excuse me, they have a moment where Julia is kind of like, "Well, how much do you want to bet that this is going to work?" And Katie's like, "Fate of the universe, fate of the world." Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of like, "Yeah, we know." Um, then I I do like though that at the end of that scene, Katie and Julia seem to kind of have reconciled whatever tension they had or at least doing that mini quest has kind of brought them together which is nice or they had a moment there that I was like oh good maybe not everything's perfect between them but it's steps towards it yeah I mean nothing's gonna be perfect if, yeah if Katie has to watch Penny 23 be in love with Julia mm. it's just not gonna Katie isn't oh uh, that would just be emotionally mature enough to no. handle something like that like she's, she wasn't emotionally mature enough to handle, um, like, Julia's reasoning for letting Renard live. So mm-hmm. she hasn't shown herself to just have that type of maturity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. Uh, so, oh, then this is where we kind of talked about when we get the great reveal with Rafe is like, well, the High King is Margot because she was a write-in, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I did kind of see on Twitter that um, something that she became the High King and uh, but I like that they're like, well, you were right in because the animals that there's a million talking animals and yeah. you listen to their problems. Which yeah, I like that she's like really like me just talking with and with a bear. that kind of shows bear you know. Uh, then we get Margot taking the throne. Absolutely love that dress. That looked so cool. Of yeah, her, like getting the throne. And that Tick Pickwick is on the quote unquote bitch list. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we don't trust you, but we need you, which is like great because I don't. Margot and Elliot aren't murderers, no. and it is true that Tick knows the inner workings that it would be useful to keep him around for like internal politic things to work on. Yeah, he's like the Paul Ryan of Fillory. You know, you don't really trust him, but you don't <laughs> trust him enough to let him loose. Yeah. So you you just keep him around with a squirrely little face that you just want to punch repeatedly. Sorry, those are my personal feelings. Well, he, it is nice though too because he's he's kind of a character that they can't just let him run around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good he has purpose. Yeah, they've given him exactly. something to do, mm-hmm. and so he can feel useful, which yeah. was like, and he kind of was, had that emotional like, oh, cool. yeah. Because I mean, was, obviously, Tech is better than yeah. Paul Ryan, but yeah. yeah. Shout out to Rizwan Manji, who, yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. yay, see more Tick Pick Quick. And then Rafe, too, um, Sergio, who mm-hmm. came in last mm-hmm. season, so it's fun. Um, and then, yes, the next crazy bit we have um, someone we chat point out Margo getting her, not just her eye back, yeah. getting a fairy eye. I mean, her eye's gone. She destroyed yeah. it. So uh, it was nice well, that, like, to see. Magic. I'm sure it was nice for Summer to be like, oh, fine, thank you, no more eye patch. It's just yeah. like, even though the eye patches are always beautiful, uh, kudos to the costume designer. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to see him. I'm, I'm excited to see what she can do with that eye and how yeah. much she can see and, you know, what power she gets from it. Yeah, at first I was like, wait, the eye's like bigger and what's going on? No, nah, like, then oh, yeah, it's a fairy eye, yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, I see so much. So I want, yeah, I want to know more. And they're kind of like, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll learn to be accustomed to it. And I, I kind of like, though, that the fairy queen was... I saw something in you, which we we kind of wondered before, and I think you I were more leaning towards that, that she was grooming her yeah. almost. Yeah, or it's that like 
having more of an adversary makes you better because Margot had to rise up to the challenge instead mm-hmm. of just like, you know, kicking your feet along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Finn's little joke about, can I get my feet? Like, yes. Can I get your feet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if she would have been able to fly. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very funny. Uh, then we get the, oh yes, you will get the key once all the fairies are resettled, which, mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, there's, there was a way to work that all out. Exactly. Uh, and war. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then we kind of had, somebody mentioned this earlier, so um, now we have that part where the key, the unity key, has essentially replaced Penny 40 with mm-hmm. Penny 23, because he's part of that group chat, essentially. <laughs> it's like yeah. a psychic group chat. Well, there's somebody, I think somebody wrote something somewhere Hmm. On YouTube or something or whatever. That um, once you eat food of the underworld, you cannot come back. Yes. And so we saw Penny. We didn't see him take a bite, but we saw him. Go to eat that cupcake. Go to eat the cupcake. Yes. And so it's it's kind of assumed that he's kind of dead and gone now. And I think the key kind of acknowledged, oh, okay, well, that Penny can't come back. Mm. So we'll see you yeah. know, if that's going to be proven to be true. Um, I think we talked a little bit about that with Arjun of... Yeah, eating maybe. the underworld. Um, I but think that we might have been but yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know if we didn't get confirmation. It's more just but, like that's a thing. But the yeah. question is, will we see more of that character? Will we see more of Penny Forty, or because it seemed like he was going on some other kind of journey? Mm-hmm. But the question is, like, you know, yeah, are we I done mean, with him, or do we get more? I mean, Hades is a trickster, so yep. mm-hmm. I'm sure he has some type of use he wants for mm-hmm. for Penny, and that's why yeah. he wanted him to go and eat that food yeah mm-hmm. I, I hope we see more of him I hope that's not like the end no I would die. Yeah. I thought it would be like, the end no uh, Desiree in the chat says yes he ate the cupcake yeah so All right. he's there it was a good looking cupcake uh, then we have Quentin and Julia kind of their kind of final words together of poor Quentin's just having so much doubt mm-hmm. about is this the right quest and I thought it was really like, oh, that's just mean when Alice is like, well, if you get magic back, your dad's going to get his cancer back. I'm like, oh, Alice, like that was just low blow. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not wrong, but it's like the way she used that was just one of those like jab. But then we get the nicer conversation mm-hmm. with Julia where she's like, I don't know what's really going to happen and I don't really know if I can help him. But this is yeah. a possibility, which yeah. I was like, oh. Cancer is like kind of like that. I don't know why, but it's like the thing that people like when you when you get into like gods coming down. It's mm-hmm. it's that's the one thing that they don't really touch. They'll they'll like fix your blindness and they'll fix your your legs, but <laughs> they mm-hmm. won't take that cancer. Um, so uh, it'll be into oh Hephaestus here. Ah, um, Hephaestus, yeah. Um, so uh, you know, I think that's something that when when Quentin goes to talk to his father and his father's like, I could tell that magic left and that's when I went to remission. Mm-hmm. And I think his father is okay either way. You know, sure, it'd be nice to have a few a few more years on this earth, but at the same time, I think he'd already kind of, uh, you know, come to terms with the fact that he was going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think he was proud that Quentin got to that point of like, he's like, are you asking me permission? Like, he would have been disappointed in Quentin yeah. for that. And then Quentin's, no. I'm just telling you about this. Yeah. And then, like, their moment of, like, I grew up, I had a child, and, oh, I was like, (laughs) I thought they they handled that really well, and it was just, like, all the feels. Yeah. Um, It was very realistic of, like, 
not cheesy of like, well, I have cancer and like, you know, it just felt like a real normal conversation. Yeah. yeah well, what that mean? means if it comes back. Yeah. If yeah. it comes back, you know, I think, I think he'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people in the chat are wondering who we think the uh, architect is. And people are saying Hephaestus because he's like a builder. Is Hephaestus a titan? It seems like the, oh. the, um, uh, it seems like the architect is something that exists outside of gods. Yeah, it feels like it's something, something that the different. Titans. Um, it seems like it was more of an uh, the architect more of an equal to the Titans versus something that they created. So yeah, I don't know, just just a thought. Yeah, um, somebody mentioned that uh, some people's theory is that uh, Quentin's son is his father. Which I'm like, I'm not exactly sure how that oh, would work, but I know what they mean by that. But yeah. nah, that would be because that would mean that his father is in some way, well, maybe magical, magical, and that he like Peter panned his way mm-hmm. out of Fillory and forgot who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe, yeah, that would be kind of weird. Bit. A little it's bit, like somebody that there's some. X-Men I feel that that did that. I, I think it's an interesting theory, but I think that would almost like minimize the importance of Quentin's relationship with his father. It was like you're my child, and I don't know. That's no, just kind of weird. Makes your brain stretch. Um, then, were there any other thoughts you had on this episode? I was like, kind of covers all the things. No, it was a pretty, you know, it was a pretty just even episode, and um. I'm excited to see what's going to happen for the season finale. So it was kind of like, okay, you're just kind of setting things up. You're kind of resolving things. It's a classic, like, penultimate episode. It's not like a Game of Thrones episode where, like, they go to war and then, you know, and then you, you go, oh, God, we have still one more episode to go. It's like, okay, we're setting everything up and this is yeah. nice. Oh, and then we know they have another season. So yeah, we know they have the question season, is how, so. how much do they wrap things up and yeah. how much do they leave it open? Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to do some predictions? Yeah, let's do some predictions. Predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Do you have anything off the top of your head of... Well, I think at this point, they just have to introduce the Titans. So, um, like, you have to. Like, there's, come on. We've been talking about this for a while now, and Mm -hmm. it would be nice to finally Mm -hmm. have them introduced. And I think, um... I think I would hope that the first scene is them going to the end of the world and like opening that door and like don't don't like make us go through this whole thing and they open the door and then something evil comes out and then it's blackout. So oh please no, um, be, I'm excited to see that and I'm excited to, to go back to Penny Forty and see like what eating that cupcake cost him. Yeah, um, that's kind of that's pretty much all I got. I want to know if Penny can well. We did have Josh existing in the same space as the other one, but could two of the same person exist in the same timeline for a long period of time? Like, is there any kind of, would there be any consequence of having them both in the same world and timeline? Because Josh being the other Josh timeline wasn't there that long, so. Well, they can't touch each other. Um, that did was they? a big thing. No. Well, they handed each other a jacket, but they didn't yeah. like, touch. I don't think so. Why can't they touch each other? To well, at least in the uh, test reflection, well, they that's were not in there. To touch each other. But that was anybody. 
majority of like those time travel touch alternate universe time. things you touch another timeline and like can create like a schism or something so but, i guess um, our penny is okay because the other one is not there yeah essentially his physical body isn't there mm-hmm. i don't know i think if if that's if you oh sorry looking at the chat of uh desiree saying um that maybe penny is gonna be at the end of the world because Hades been doing some stuff, so I'm like, it's I don't interesting. Know. There's a theory that Hades was Penny's dad or something like that. I don't know, because Penny's a hybrid. Right. Um, I don't know. I I don't have I don't have any comment on that because I just haven't really thought about what's going to be at the end of the world at this time. So. Yeah, I don't either. I do think they. Um, so far, I trust the writers enough to do something cool yeah. for sure. Uh, I do agree that I bet it's going to be Titans, the, and I, I do hope they get to it right away too. Not just like let's do stuff for a while, mm-hmm. but if, it feels like they'll be like right in it, mm-hmm. and it'll be nice to have everybody back together again. I want to know how. I think it'll be rocky, but I think the new the Penny Twenty Three will fit okay with this group mm-hmm. for now to get this quest done. Like he seems like the Penny you need on the team to like get it done. Mm-hmm. And then what happens after, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. And for him, like, they are all his friends, but different. Like, what's his motive to stick around? Mm -hmm. Because it's, they're your friends, but not. Mm -hmm. So I'd want to know. I hope there's not anything sinister with that. I don't think so. I get that feeling, you know. I think there was nothing for him. Yeah. In his universe. It was was done. It was post-apocalyptic. So that's what he was saying. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, Dean Fogg did say that everyone else had died but Alice. And so that's something to think about, too. That's true. Good point. Um, I think that's kind of it on my perspective. I don't think I have anything else. Um, So we only have one more episode next week is the finale. Oh, my goodness. Um, Oh, that's a good thought. Uh, Christian in the chat says, does this mean Margot can't leave Philly because she has a fairy eye? I don't think that would restrict her from leaving. No, because she's now the High King. Just like how uh, Elliot couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. Well, if she's the king, though, can't she? Is she stuck there? That was that was the original contract that Elliot has that he couldn't leave. Like the the person we saw when he would go to fill, uh, uh, yes. to the Earth was well, the, originally uh, a golem, yeah. and then he got kicked out by. Umber. But if she got voted in, is it the same contract? Uh, we don't know yet. That's a good question. I wonder if that will. I don't think so. I think it's different now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a different thing. I think Margot will be allowed to leave. Though, I think she's enjoying being queen, king, mm-hmm. um, that I don't think she'd really want to leave. she want to be able to, but not necessarily need to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Uh, thank you so much for joining us in the live chat. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't able to watch it live, I know it's kind of late. Um, please comment down below your thoughts on the episode, mm-hmm. your thoughts for the finale. And uh, we'll be covering that next week. So where yeah. can people find you, Adrian? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can catch me on Sunday nights at UCB and the Inner Sanctum at the Mess Hall. And then you can also catch me on Friday mornings on Popcorn Talk for the Unproduced Table Read. Nice. And then uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Thank you so much for joining us and filling uh, if we have questions, it's so great to have you all like chiming in with uh, your thoughts as well and your predictions. So you have one more yeah. to go. Oh, my goodness. So thank you so much again for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.